It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another Annie Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, with the Alice Band. Oh, you still got an Alice Band? You look like it. Well, I've still got it. I'm trying to grow the PLO in, so it, it's so big my... Anyway, doesn't... Stop asking me about my hair. We start the podcast on drivers. Aston Villa legend Gabby Agbonlahor joined Adrian Durham for his debut on the show. He wasn't short of an opinion or two, including a brilliant discussion with Aid on what makes a one-club man and whether he himself makes the cut. They sent you on loan, Villa, because they weren't sure about you. So if they were sure about you, they wouldn't have sent you on loan. But when you're going on loan at that age, it's to get experience of playing in um, in front of fans and playing first-team football. Paul so, Scholes so. never went on loan. Ryan Giggs never went on loan. Because they were unbelievable, maybe, at um, that age. So you weren't unbelievable? No, I agree. No, no, I agree. <laughs> I'm not no, going no, no, no. But the, the Villa needed to have but a look Be- at you in first-team action. Beckham was unbelievable. He went on loan. So you're saying Beckham's not unbelievable? Beckham became unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, so if you're a... Uh, 16 year old now and you support a club as a kid you love the club you want to be um, play for that club for the rest of your career you don't want to go to a different club and your manager says to you at 18 I want you to go on loan what are you meant to say no no you say yes but this, but this is what, the thing right <laughs> one, being a one club player it, 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 it's terrific it's something you can hold up and say but it doesn't mean you're better than anybody else people think it's loyalty Gary Neville played for Man United because he was winning stuff and he and okay then, Man okay then. so Steven Gerrard one club man or not no why we played for LA Galaxy oh come on at the end of his career if you, if, you, if, you, if you said to someone now Steven Gerrard they say Liverpool legend only club it's not his only club, though. He had another club. Okay, John Terry. What about that? Well, he went on loan at Forest as a youngster and then played for Villa. So you're going to hold it on loan? It's a reality. It happened. He's not holding it against them. It happened. You can't... Okay, then um, Xavi, Iniesta. <laughs> they moved away to other clubs <laughs> at the end of their career. I'm not having it. I feel like one club man should be someone who's played um, enough games and enough years to be due a testimonial. And hasn't played against that club. I mean, there's a lot of players out there that could have signed for clubs and end up playing against the club that you love. Let's look at Lampard. Lampard went to Manchester City. I think he ended up playing against Chelsea and scoring, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So I'm sure if you look back at Steven Gerrard, probably could have went to another Premier League club. But John then, Terry probably could have went to another Premier League club before he went to Aston Villa. So I just feel like that you deserve to be labelled as a one-club man. And I'm not having it, Adrian. Okay, stop no. it. <laughs> Time now to check in with the TalkSport Breakfast Show. It was Ali McCoyce, Jeremy O'Hara and Carlton Cole. What? I mean, that's just fantastic, isn't it? They're all discussing Spurs and Carlton had some advice for a certain Deli Ali. Mourinho is a type of um, manager 
that needs men in his team. He hasn't got time to nurture. If you if you can't stomach the, the the criticism he throws upon you, then you're not going to last long under his reign. So you have you have to grow you have to grow up underneath him. You can't. He's not there to um, cuddle you or give put an arm around you. He hasn't got time for that. He wants to see results, and that's the problem. I think that he's got with Deli Ali. He has to put his arm around him. He had the same with Joe Cole um, yep. at Chelsea. Um, Joe, obviously a major talent. I think he's more talented than Deli Ali was. And he treated him the same. I remember he took him off against, I think it was against Fulham at half time. Actually, it was during the first half he took him off. I think he took off him and Sean Wright Phillips and then put somebody else that could do the job that he wanted to do. And that was embarrassing for uh, obviously Joe and Sean, but that's the type of manager he is he's not a man to, to put an arm around you he, you have to find it within yourself when the going's getting tough you've got to find it within yourself to get to his trailer fort and make sure that you come out trumps so you just got to show a bit more character no. and I think Deli Ali needs that Time now to check in with my show, Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar, myself and Jason Cundy, looking back at last night's Carabao Cup action with Manchester United in action against Luton, which was live on Talk Sport, and West Ham taking on Hull at the London Stadium on Talk Sport 2. Now, just before the game got underway, Sam Matterface had some serious news regarding David Moyes and two of his players. West Ham have just released a statement in the last few minutes. I'll read it to you now. West Ham have confirmed that David Moyes, Issa Diab and Josh Cullen have all returned positive tests. The club's medical team were informed of the test results as they were preparing for tonight's game at the Carabao, in the Carabao Cup third round against Hull City. The manager and the both players immediately left the stadium and have returned home. All three are asymptomatic. will now follow Public Health England and Premier League guidelines and protocols and uh, everyone wants them to uh, best send the best wishes. Tonight's match is going ahead as planned, assisted by uh, Alan Irvin, who's taking charge of the team. That's the statement from West Ham United that's reached us in the last few minutes. Pulls it back, and Yarmolenko strokes it beyond the goalkeeper. Lovely finish from Yarmolenko, inside of his left foot, curling away from George Long. A second of the night for Yarmolenko. West Ham 5, Hull 1, it's easy street. We'll talk to Milo, West Ham fan, in just a moment, but first we can hear from the West West Ham assistant manager Alan Irvine. He's been speaking to Talksports Joe Shannon. As you say, your players—they certainly did the job on the pitch tonight. But you know, back in the dressing room afterwards, is there much concern about what's happened with these positive tests? Are they worried? Are you worried by what's happened? Well, well, I'm not worried, and certainly the mood in the dressing room after the game was quite an excited dressing room. They know they played well. They know that they've done themselves a, a load of good uh, in terms of the. Uh, going forward, they know that, that I'll be speaking to David and, and giving them uh, glowing reports on all of them. So there wasn't a, there wasn't a mention from uh, from the moment that I went in and spoke to the players before the game. There wasn't a mention of it by anybody, which was which was shown in the performance and uh, and certainly the mood in the dressing room afterwards was one of of being contented with the performance. Dazzles over the ball, shoots towards the far corner and produces a wonderful finish, Mason Greenwood. And that is the way that Manchester United and England want to see Mason Greenwood get his teenage kicks. He scored the third goal in a victory down at Kenilworth Road. Well, we'll, uh, we'll hope our uh, feet will do the talk in, in the months and uh, months to come. Because we need to just focus on what we uh, we're doing on the pitch. We need to be improved. We need to develop. We need to uh, get back on winning uh, on the winning uh, trail. Because last weekend wasn't good enough. What's quite noticeable as well, 
is that Dean Henderson is kicking the ball far more often long. Now, David De Gea in recent months and going back to last season, he's much more elaborate on the ball and trying to find passes. Dean Henderson, nearly every time so far of the night, when it's been on and it's in danger, he's getting rid of the ball. It could have been a penalty shootout or even worse if, uh, if that was in uh, towards the last... Uh, 10-15 minutes if they'd scored so Dean did his, his job uh, both uh, on and off the off the ball because he was uh, he's loud he's, he's voicing the team as well so very happy with his performance Brentford pulled through 5-4 Dean Garner denied two apiece at full time two penalties for Robson Carnu for West Brom Mark Hodnes and fours for Brentford but it's Brentford who go through on penalties I said it before or after the game against Wickham where we won in a penalty shootout again and it must, be, it must have been all the practicing we did before the playoff games uh, last year. So it's good we could take it into this season. Now, Tuesday's Carabao Cup tie between Orient and Spurs was called off because of a number of Leighton Orient players had contracted coronavirus. Our discussions were still ongoing over the postponement of the match when the announcement was made just two hours before kickoff. Earlier on, White and Jordan, the Orient chairman, Nigel Travis, hoped it will be a postponement rather than a forfeit on his team's behalf. We've talked to the league about extenuating circumstances. The league, the Premier League, have had to show flexibility for all kinds of clubs. And I can assure you, we will not be the first club facing this this year. The net result is that we expect this game to be replayed we expect it to take place. We think, given flexibility, it can take place. And I think for the future of football, there has to be strong recognition by the Premier League, Premier League clubs, as well as the EFL. The clubs in our kind of situation look for these days to have a big payday. I'm going to make a plea, and I'm probably going to be the first to make a plea. The government has to wake up and decide it's going to bail out sport. If they want sport to help people to get off the couches, to get fit, if they want for people to watch they have to help the EFL lost this year with the coronavirus is 200 million so they have to take some positive actions to help they have to help sports and the arts and all kinds of areas that do with entertainment the first thing they have to do at the end of this month they have to extend the furlough program because there are going to be clubs that can't play they have to extend it they have to look at helping the Premier League and Richard Masters quite rightly has come out and expressed the financial devastation that the Premier League plus the EFL is facing. We need help, other sports need help, and the government can't expect us to do one thing one week and then another thing another week. They need to help us, and I think anyone associated with sport like you and Simon should encourage the government, if you speak to them, when they come on the show, to help clubs like ours and the league in particular. And in light of the government's new measures, Jim White spoke to Steve Breen MP, who sits on the Digital Culture, Media and Sport Committee. He told TalkSport the fans could be back this season, but not in 2020. I think it's very, very possible that we'll see fans inside Stadia this season. I think it's diminishingly uh, small chances now that that will happen in 2020. And as much as we may love it, as much as we may enjoy going to live sport, it isn't essential and it's the social contact that we are probably going to have to sacrifice this year. We're not going to be bailing out football clubs that pay stars £600,000 a week. 
of course, there was a possibility of getting some fans back. And, you know, in a big football stadium, you could socially distance quite well with maybe a best season ticket holders. But it's not about that. It's about getting to the ground and all the different services around. It's a social interaction which, as much as we may love it, is not essential. So I guess it was always inevitable that there was going to be a pause on this, given the virus stats going in, in the wrong direction. But there's no question the government needs to think about helping lower league football clubs to save themselves, and they're going to have to step in. Bruce Elliott, the chairman of the National League side Sutton United, joined Max Rushton and Charlie Baker on H&J and had some strong things to say about yesterday's announcement that plans for fans to return to watch live sport events in England from October the 1st will not go ahead. If fans can't go in stadiums all season and there isn't government support, do you think you'll survive? Probably not, no. But we won't be alone. I think what's a little bit frustrating is that our, everywhere you read, that you, you see that you know, outside, being in the fresh air, is, is much more likely to, to be healthy um, and not bring any issues, mm. such as if you're all crammed into the bar. And we've taken all these precautions. We've spent the money that's been necessary in an effort to socially distance and to make sure that the club is as safe as possible for fans to come back in, albeit at a reduced numbers. And, you know, having taken all those measures and done what we've been asked to do, it does seem a little frustrating that, you know, that seems all, at the moment anyway, to have been for nothing. Back now to Gabby Agbonlahor on Drive, and he also spoke about his favourite player, Jack Grealish. He suggested he should be above Phil Foden in the England pecking order. Great word, that. Pecking order. What him, Jack Grealish, in the Manchester City side last night, for instance? Is he going to have two players on him? Is he going to be doubled up on? No, because who else in that side? Sterling, De Bruyne, Jesus. There's too many players to double up on, so give Jack a team like Manchester City and have the ball received to him and running at players one-on-one, he's going to destroy them. When he plays at Aston Villa, whenever he gets the ball, he's got three players around him. No offence to players like Trezeguet, I think he's a good player, but teams would be, would be like, all right, let it go to Trezeguet. When you get the team talk from managers will be, when Jack gets the ball, three players around him. Mm-hmm. It happened last night. Whenever he gets the ball, he's got so many players around him. But if he was in a Manchester City side, he wouldn't have that many players around him. Okay, so let's just make you England manager. You've picked a team, a system, you've picked a system, okay, and there's one spot left. Do you give it to Foden? Do you give it to Grealish? I'm giving it to Grealish. I'm Paul Ross, and you, you lucky people, are listening to Talk Sport Daily. Back once more to Rushton. And, oh, do we have to? Anyway, back once more to Charlie Baker and the competition winner alongside him. And this is the Spurs legend Gary Mabbott. He chatted about Gareth Bale rejoining the club and also calling vulnerable Spurs fans during the pandemic to keep their mental health in check. In the last six months, I spend two hours a day speaking to fans from the age of 70 to 95. And if you have a conversation just for two or three minutes, you can hear if they're in good spirits mm. or if they're struggling. And if they have some problems, then the Tottenham Hospital Foundation have a healthcare experts who can then step in and obviously provide help, whether it be deliveries of food, et cetera, et cetera. So I've got to be honest and say I've done 978 calls so far and generally the fans have been in fantastic, in great spirits, 
we've had a number of cases, few cases whereby you know the club have stepped in and have provided some some help. But uh, overall, uh, it's been very very pleasing and uh, very rewarding. I've had a number of people just put the phone down on me. Two or three of them don't believe it's me. Yeah. One gentleman believed it was his chemist who kept saying, "My wife needs a prescription." <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's been quite funny. And uh, if I was going on uh, Mastermind, my special subject would be Spurs in the 50s and 60s. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I've learned a lot. And who else? Gareth Bale, cap number 50 for Gareth Bale. As soon as the opportunity arose, Daniel went straight in there. They were able to do a deal with Real Madrid, who, when they agreed to pay part of the salary, the deal was done. And it was as quick as that. So, to have him back, to bring, I mean, Sergio Maguire, where he's also a fantastic player, the left-sided player with potential. And looking at us in the second half against Southampton, it was showing in that second half how things are starting to come together. And we finish, of course, with my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Well, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, doing what we do best, and that's just cheering up the world. Song this is? You know what it's called? Any idea? Do you know what? Do you know what? I, 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 I don't, there was a Simpsons done a version of this, didn't they? Yeah, Turn, it, up. Turn up. Turn up. Do you want me to tell you things that would help? Um, a Dolly. Dolly Parton. Dolly, Dolly Parton. Yeah. Um, it's about a girl. It's about a girl. It's about a girl? Yeah. It's a girl's name. I don't know if that will help you. Uh, turn it up. And, and, and do you know what? I'll give you a big clue. Right? It is it is mentioned somewhere in, in the song. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. All right. Okay. Right? So see if you can work it out. Stop talking. I won't be able to hear it. Right. I'm just giving you a clue. Okay. He talks about right. doing his sleep. There's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name. No, I, I don't. I can't. No. Have a think. Have one more thing before I give you the answer. You'll kick yourself. I can easily understand. Stop talking, will you? I'm just trying to help you. It's tough to hear it. It's tough to hear it. It's hidden in the song. It's hidden and in you the keep song. talking. It's hidden in the song. Jolene, 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 Jolene. No, I can't. You haven't got it. I, 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 you I'm going to kick myself, I know. Yeah. I'll tell you later, because okay, you might okay, swear okay. when you find out. Keep your calls coming in, It's Country and Western Night, is it? Who's chosen that rubbish? 087 That's it for another podcast thing. A reminder before we go, you can hear more live football tonight. It's Leicester against Arsenal. It's a 7.45 kickoff in the Carabao Cup. That's live on TalkSport. Over on TalkSport 2, you can hear Chelsea at the same time take on Barnsley. Coming to Barnsley, also in the third round of the Carabao Cup. I'm back tonight from 10pm alongside Jerry Groves on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. And there will be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so make sure you do what you need to do to get hold of it. Anyway, in the meantime, have a great day. Come join me at 10 o'clock tonight for more Sports Bar action. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job.
Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.